Are you an athletic director or coach looking to make your locker room pop, looking to refresh your look, looking to redo your brand? Well, check out SI Design and Printing. They're going to transform your sports organization athletic facilities into what you're looking for by enhancing the student-athlete experience, boasting the brand, and honoring your past. They do that with banners, backlit signage, locker graphics, window graphics, fence mesh graphic designs, and so much more. If you need a refresh, SI Design is going to help you do that. Check them out online, sidesign.net. And hey, if you're a parent or a grandparent, they've got something for you as well, as SI Design is the leading provider of custom sports prints. They offer a variety of products, including posters, banners, canvases, and more. All you have to do is upload your high-quality studio or action shot, and SI Design will create the memory for you. For more information, all you have to do is go to their website, sidesign.net forward slash sports prints, and you'll get all the information that you need. You can also find them on Facebook. Just type in SI Design and Printing. Give them a call, 254-405-9492, or you can email them, info at sidesign.net, and tell Kyle that Sideline to Sideline sent L4 Media, we talk high school football, 4A, 3A, and 2A in Texas. We talk East Texas sports. We talk NFL, guy talk, movie, and booze. We also talk wrestling and so much more. So like and subscribe and check us out. We are technically at the... Oh, what were you doing over there, man? Scratching. What were you scratching? Mange, please. What you got from the hotel? Yeah. <laughs> I, I wasn't a bad hotel. Oh, no, it was a great hotel. Either. Other Lucky. than the kids. They weren't too bad the second night. Uh, it, it was open weird. door, slam door, open door, slam door. Yeah. Open door, well, I think also door. that was because. Keep going. Yeah, you can keep going. No, but I think that's and, also where we were because we were right down the hallway from the outdoor. It was weird. We. We were down in Houston uh, for Kilgore versus Needville and uh, Stillsby versus Belleville. And lo and behold, there's the FC Dallas youth soccer team staying in our hotel. Those guys suck. Wow. I mean, just because they're so loud. I, support I don't know how the they are. Well, I do too, but not loud youth. Yeah. <laughs> you, you want the old children should be seen and not heard. Oh, that's right. Um, but hey, that was a, we had a blast of a trip. In fact, honestly, the most enjoyable part love high school football it was Saturday though. Uh, we decided we were going to make it a college football day and we basically watched 14 hours of college football. Yeah. Uh, we went to a uh, restaurant for the first part to be able to watch Michigan, Ohio state, A&M, LSU, Louisville, Kentucky, and just great. And then we went back to the hotel room and watched the nightcaps, took a nap in between. Cause that we're at that age now where we take a nap in between different uh, beds, different beds. Yeah. Thankfully. Um, I, and well, I, you're the one that used to book. It wasn't one. on purpose. My gosh, let it go, dude. Let it go. <laughs> it How could I not let it go? You're it worse very... than Coach X about stuff like that, man. Well, like, I mean, oh, just, I don't know. Just it's oh, something to my manhood. And oh. then to this day, not that I have a lot of So manhood. let me ask you, what do you think was going to happen if Kevin McPherson would have went with us? You think yes. there, there's no three-bedroom hotel? I mean, he I guess the fancy like ones. The, um, Golden Retriever sleeping at the foot of your bed. Or getting a cot. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I had to do as a, a kid. Of, yes, a as a kid. It's terrible. Those are just... For an extra $9. Yeah, for an extra $9. Actually, I think now they usually put them complimentary. But anyway, it was fun. I don't know. I've never been in a 
room with enough dudes to need a roll of that. Roll well, of that. me, what you, and Jimmy probably should have back in Houston that when he, oh, yeah. Well, when, yeah, yeah, when he almost passed away with a bologna sandwich on his chest. Whoa, what <laughs> did you do that on your? You did that? Not on purpose. No, I did it, but I didn't do it on purpose. My palm was right there. We uh, didn't even have that drop loaded into the board. No, yeah, that actually comes with the board. Uh-huh. I believe you. It comes with a lot of cool. Well, I guess it doesn't come with nothing. Nothing there. That's weird. Okay. What? Oh, that's me. Oh, oh no. Is this bad? <laughs> do that one more time. I want to do all my um, Coachex. I want to read Coachex. No, 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 no. So... For brown wood and the cane. No, 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 no. No, wait. We need to do it for the uh, playoff tree. The playoff. Wait, what is it? Oh, yeah. Hello, I'm playoff tree. <laughs> playoff tree thinks you should pick the cater over brown wood. This is the three A show, well, by you the way. Cut it off. Then they could tell it's me because it told off. Oh, yeah. And th- my th- th- that's what gave it away. Nothing else. That's what gave it away. I didn't know it did that. That's pretty cool. We haven't really played with all the buttons on here. Anyway, I, I like my voice that way. Can I just be that? Could this be that consistently? Uh, that, no, yeah, seriously. Go to work meetings like that. You think you'd get respect with that voice? Oh, I think it'd creep people out. Yeah, let's say I think it'd creep people out. Well, that's what I need to get respect is to creep people out. You know, you know what else creeps people out? Listen, we got to do it Ex-Go early, man. Give it to you. Turn my Wait voice on. Like on phone. your own. Exco he will meet his demise <laughs> by messing with my friend Grant. Anyway, Coach X is a real coach here in Texas, and he gives us a diatribe each and every week, and then he'll pick out a couple key games. I, basically, I think he basically picks one game per region. Here's what he has to say. How can the third round be the regional round of the playoffs if there's still one more round before you're the regional champion? Like I keep hearing this round is the state quarterfinals and the last round was the regional round yet. We're still in the region and have no champion of said region until this game is over. So be happy. You're playing in the regional championships and don't try to do what Joe dirt did and churching it up by putting an E on the end of his name. Joe dirt. They live by Joe's <laughs> motto. Life's a garden. Dig, make, dig it, make it work on with the picks. Oh, and piss grant off one more time and hit my music. Wow. Okay. Listen. And I will come through your bedroom window. Oh, okay. With my book knife. What? Quit doing that, Terry. <laughs> Let's get into it. Let's go. We're talking. I don't have a buck knife. We're talking class. Yeah, senior knife. It's not a bug knife. Uh let's that sounded <laughs> that sounded weird. Yeah, they didn't go. We're talking about the peanut. They didn't go yeah, where I meant for it to win. Yes. Anyway, what we're gonna do is what we always You can pop a beer cap with that sometimes. This is the second show, by the way, folks. If you know, you know. Uh, that means 4A, you're gonna have fun tonight because it's one of those nights. It always is at this point, but let's get into class 3A. We're gonna start where we always do region one division one we've got a honey of a matchup it's a rematch it feels like this region has been nothing but rematches the last few years because it has uh district four three a division one has ruled the roost and they're going to roll it one more year paradise 12 and one brock 10 and three i thought we were going four a first no we're doing three a oh oops i even said this is the three a show you ready do we, do we need to take a break and then come back 
No. You okay? I'm good. I'm always prepared. <laughs> this is like the, you, I bet you went into English class a lot of times and thought like, you were in math. When did paradise get moved up? I, Brock will be moved up this next year, though. Uh, by the way, mockery alignments are out. If you care about that, go over to Dave Campbell's and check it out. Anyway, Paradise 12 and 1 versus Brock 10 and 3, Friday, 7 p.m., Mineral Wells, Ram Stadium. A rematch of a game that I think a lot of people thought in the district was going to be more more of a shootout style game with the Austin Iglesias and the Brock offense. And it got into a defensive game, and that's where Brock wanted it to be the whole time. I don't know if there's going to be much change in that. I, I, I just feel that for Paradise, this is just a bad matchup. Yes, I, I, it is, right? And... Let's add that I believe Austin Iglesias uh, and uh, uh, Aiden Winters both got banged up a little bit against Bushland last week. So they needed Iglesias especially, and if not Winters as well, to be 100% healthy against this Brock defensive front. I know we saw that Brock defensive front just get absolutely manhandled by Gunner, but that is a a one-week sample. Yeah, you look at everything else they've done against Wimberley. They played really well against Pleasant Grove. They played really well. Played really well against Paradise the first go around. Um, so you really want a healthy Austin Iglesias against this uh, Brock defense, and I don't know that they have it. Even if they were healthy, I don't know. And look, the Paradise defense is great. They've been playing great all year. One of the most unsung defenses in this region. Yeah. But I don't know if they have enough uh, to hold this uh, Brock offense. Brody Woods, a quarterback, has gotten better. This is a different offense than we saw against Gunner. This is a different offense. Brody Woods for Brock has made just strides, leaps and bounds at quarterback. He looks so-so first few weeks of the season. This dude right now is playing himself into all-state contention. Oh, yeah, junior on the year. He's thrown for 2,000 yards and 30 touchdowns. He's ran for 1,000 yards and another 13 touchdowns, so 43 touchdowns, only 11 interceptions, and it feels like the bulk of those were in the first five weeks. I know he had an interception last week, Um, but, you know, and I know Clyde is not on the level that, uh, Paradise is. I know that Clyde's quarterback is not as good as Austin Iglesias, but they're the same type. Yeah. And, and the way Brock just absolutely dismantled uh, Clyde last week, you know, it was 14 14 at one point. And then literally, as we're checking the scores, it just, it was like 14 14, 35 14, 70 14. It just, it was that quick. Well, you know, this Brock offense makes you defend so much, right? Yes. We know Brody Woods, a quarterback, and then Carson Finney can really stretch the field. Uh, for Brock, but it's Brett Tutter and uh, Vance Guthrie, the two running backs for Brock, that really kind of suck these safeties up and then give the Woods-Finney duo shots down the field. And give Tutter credit because he, you know, last year he was a workhorse. This year he's kind of taking a co-role in the backfield. He's still playing hard. He's still doing great things. The featured back right now, right? Well, no, I mean, I mean, last year he had like fifteen hundred yards. This year he has seven hundred. Uh, he is definitely him and Guthrie have really split the carries way uh-huh. more than than I think anybody planned. But I think that's healthy offense. I think that's yeah. that's part of what we saw against Gunner, and it wasn't Tutter's fault, but Gunner could just key in on him. 
Yeah. And, and Woods hadn't figured it. Remember, they were still trying to figure out which quarterback was going to be there. Uh, Finney hadn't quite become the, the, the stretch, the, the defense guy that he was. And, and, and so Tutter was just taking battle. You know, Gunner was just teeing off on him. And we saw it against Pleasant Grove. And we saw that against Wimberley. Ever since they've kind of diversified that offense, I'll put it this way. I think Brock is better right now this year than they were at this exact same level last year. I do too. And I think this Brock offense does not allow opposing defenses to have running back or uh, linebackers running downhill at every snap. Yeah. That's a great point right yeah, there. I mean, all of a sudden you're going to be on your heels defensively if you do that. Yeah. And I'm not saying if they were to play Gunter right now, they'd win, but I think it'd be a way different game because of what you just said. You, you can't sell out on the run against them. And, and yep. at the end of the day, I think you're going to get Austin Iglesias as healthy as you can. He's not, you're not going to tell that there's a difference, but I think it's just enough. He's banged up just enough yeah. that instead of getting 15 yards, he's maybe only getting seven yards and that kind of stuff. And I just, again, I just don't think they match up well one through 25 on the roster. Like uh, Brock, I think it's a lot like last, uh, the last game. I think score wise, it's close. I think it's a 35 to 14, 35 to 20 type win for Brock. Yeah. Uh, so I like Brock. You like Brock. We'll take on the winner of 10. Uh, hang, on, hang on, hang on, We got Coach X. Oh, Coach I know you're X. trying to avoid him, uh, but he he picked this game in this region. Man, Brett, I'm sorry, Mr. Lee. I'm really sorry that I've picked against Brock this year. Why don't he call me Mr. Goodwin? Because uh, he doesn't like you. Uh, I've been wrong every time I've picked against them, except I did pick them when they played Grunter. I don't think he meant to say that, but I'm just going to read what he wrote. Because he had to, we had issues, so he didn't fax it in. He actually emailed it. Man, that AOL dial-up disc I had to give him was annoying. So I was wrong then, too, except I'm always right. That's how I live. Even when I'm wrong, I'm still right. And even when I'm right, I'm still right. Who wouldn't want to be me? Brock beats paradise. Except there is no beating paradise. That's why it's called paradise. Although I have to, although I have been to paradise and it kind of falls short. Unlike the bushland, oh god, it's on a lake. Unlike the bushland, which doesn't fall short of paradise, but they did get waxed by paradise, so that makes it better. Give me Brock, man. The, the bushland, dude. We got to, you got to find a new bit, buddy. You got to I mean, find a new bit. How do you find a new bit on that though? I don't know. I, I mean, that's kind of what you got. Yeah, that's kind of all he has. That's, well, that's all he wants, maybe. <laughs> all right, let's go to Region Two, a game that I will be at. Winsboro twelve and zero versus Malakoff thirteen and zero. Friday seven thirty. At Forney's Citibank Stadium, the last time I was at Citibank Stadium with was with with you, a Friday after Thanksgiving, and it was Kilgore versus Frisco in a five A playoff game. <laughs> Remember that, like twelve years ago. That's the last time I've been to that. It I had think. to be thirty years ago. Uh, but it, it was the year before Kilgore officially moved back down into four. That was the yeah. year that they were still with Marshall in the district. But yeah, we went and watched that game before we headed somewhere. I can't remember. But anyway. This is the, I mean, this is the game we've been looking for all year, honestly, in this region. Yeah, yeah. Kyler Finney, uh, Finney at quarterback for Winsboro. Uh, Will Wilcox and came to Cape, uh, Cape Art at receivers. A really good uh, defense for Winsboro. Taking on a just a juggernaut of Malikoff with Mike Jones at quarterback. Jerry and Hall at running back. And then uh, Chauncey Hogg. Has been almost unstoppable at times uh, at receiver. This is one of those games that is just going to be an all-out war. Give. Yeah, I mean, this has got to give because this Winsboro offense it can move the ball. So can Malakoff, but both defenses are great. Like, what do you do here? How do you pick this? Well, I'm me- almost deferring to the playoff tree here. Like, 
I gotta touch it to get playoff tree. Playoff tree says go with your heart on these oh. game. Why do you well quit mixing my voice up with Grant's? Well, I, I have to. Playoff tree says, I have to, or it becomes two playoff trees talking against each other. Oh, that's <laughs> see, dang it, shut up. Maybe we should have a signal. I point to the well, tree. We're on, we're on t- camera, so I mean, you know, we're not on camera. Yeah, we are. That's what those things have been this whole year. Do you not realize that? No what, you thought way. I brought? You thought I brought in this professional lighting just to, so you could read better because you have night blindness, which you really, really do. I really do. Like, I, I realized how, you always say that, but I realized how bad it was when we we drove half of the way back from the hotel Friday night in a ditch. I just didn't want to say anything. I was like, you know what? Just well, how many this. times did I go? <laughs> almost run off the road because it's so dark <clears throat> getting to planet ford stadium oh man it from is... i-45 where we were staying yeah in spring it's really dark and yeah we almost ended up in the ditch a couple I, of times. I said it before i said it when we were driving to that we, we've been to houston twice in the playoffs and both times somehow we ended up driving country roads in right. houston which is just not a, a normal thing but let, let's go back to this game so all right you know i like Malakoff in a close one, but man, I I can see Winsboro being that surprise team because let me tell you, when I saw Winsboro for not even a whole quarter against Hooks, I walked away from them. They're so impressed, though. Yeah, I mean Winsboro is a darn good football team, but so is Malakoff. But well, I'm taking Malakoff. I I think Mike Jones is just the X factor. It's it's hard to pick against him. Um, so I think it's Malakoff taking on um, Brock next week in the state semifinals. I mean, yeah, he's an X factor, but then I mean, do you not say the same Tyler thing Finney, about Kyler yeah. Finney? Yeah. And and he's got receivers that can just if they go up for the ball, they come down. Yeah, with it every time exactly every time. And, and we brought him up, but but uh, you know everybody leads with Kyler Finney, and I'm not saying. Any quarterback could could run this, but when you've got Will Wilcox and Malik Reddick and Tristan Samajera as three guys, and that, they're big up front too. Yeah, by they're the way. big up front. <laughs> and, oh, and excuse me. That's are you okay, buddy? Yeah. That yeah. was the thing I remember you because I didn't get to go to that game. You texting me about that Hooks game was like you, you were like, "Well, Winsboro's bigger than I really thought they were going to be up front." Yeah. Um, another issue I'm having is when I look at these teams and I try to look at who they've played. I don't see anybody that Malakoff has played that's comparable to Winsboro, and I don't see Winsboro who's played anybody that's comparable to Malakoff. Right. Grandview, maybe, but Grandview was down this year. I mean, for Grandview, they were good Grandview's playoff team. defense left a lot to be desired. Exactly, and neither one – and you, you said it best. Nobody talks about Winsboro's defense. We are used to Malakoff being a defensive team. We talk about Malakoff's defense. Some years, that's been the best thing hey, they have. Malakoff's defense this year, only allowing 7.8 points yes. a game on average. But but Winsboro's defense is right there with them. And, and Pretty close. I mean, not quite as good. I guess Pottsboro, like, Pottsboro isn't even a good comparison because they're Major McBride and everybody else. Malakoff is, yeah, yeah Malakoff yeah. has Mike Jones, but they all, like you said, Chauncey Hart. I'm going to go with Winsboro. I, I've been back I'm and going, forth. Okay. Go ahead. No, no, I'm just gonna, that, that's all I was going to say. I, I'm okay. going Winsboro. I've I'm been back and forth Malakoff on it. because I think the Malakoff defense is probably a little bit better. And mm-hmm. Mike Jones is such an X factor in – both running and throwing. Kyler Finney uh, is an X factor. He's going to beat you in those mid mid to deep 
you know, the intermediate to deep routes. Uh, I just, I don't think the Winsboro defense is quite as good as Malakoff. I don't think they're as quick. I think they're as good uh, up front as far as in the interior and can stop the run. But I think Malakoff's defense can do it all. And that's why I'm taking Malakoff, but I think it's a close one. This is going to be a classic, and I wish I was could be there, but I'm going to be down at Franklin and Lorena, which, you know, we got to, Kind of spread things out, right? For yeah, the show. for this so, one because this is the. So I'm taking one for the show, even though Franklin Arena is going to be great. great. <laughs> I know, I know. And I get to stay in a uh, bed and breakfast, yeah, I mean, and then go to a dance hall. On yeah, Saturday. I know Forney's only like, and you get to eat at churches. Or no, something. you actually showed me. You gave me a good tip on uh, first or in Forney. We're going to get oh, some Cajun food. Dobelly, right. I'd never even heard of that place. I lived there, of course. But when I lived there, they only had like a Taco Bell and a yeah, pizza. Yeah, Dobelly's hadn't been there that long. All right, so here's what Coach X has to say. Big game here, Yawn. so let's. No, I'm sorry, I'm just. You're just tired. I'm rough just day vocalizing. You, you had a rough day. Yeah. Yes. Your therapist said you need to vocalize your feelings more, right, so you so... yawned. Yeah, yawned. All right, big uh, big game here, so let's really get into the nitty gritty. Lazy yellow moon coming out tonight, shining through the trees. Fans are cheering and footballs are floating on a breeze. Baby, get ready. Winsboro and Cough playing football in the dark, scoring TDs and kicking field goals, staying the whole game through. Malakoff beats Winsboro. Isn't that the start of a country song? Yeah, it's, uh, I don't know, it's country, so whatever. Ask Playoff Tree what he thinks. Was that a country song? Hang on. Playoff Tree, was that a country song? Most definitely a playoff country song. This coach, sorry. You're going to out. Playoff tree if you don't play off that button so quick. But yes, this Coach X ripped a country song and should be banned from the show for the next three years, even though we don't have any other content to fill it in for him. So I guess he can stay, but... I think Brock will be Paradise, and then I think Malakoff will be Winsboro, and then we're going to have a Malakoff and Brock. It's the Wizard of Oz. Everybody saw but I'm sorry. You're cracking me up because I can hear out of one ear your real voice. <laughs> out of this, I ha- my, How do you know it was not me? My cough has been gone tree. for a week, and you brought it back tonight with Playoff Tree. All right, that's the first two division uh, regions. Let's go down to Region 3. Uh, that crappy game that you have to go to that you're just, oh, oh it's so tough. This is going to be awesome. Though the last, you know, the district matchup, the the district championship, Franklin and Lorena in Franklin was a very boring game. Oh, with yeah. Franklin winning on a walk-off. You mean uh, Lorena? Or Lorena winning a uh, walk-off field goal. Yep. It's very boring. I don't like those. I like the uh, – I, I, I'm more like a Belleville – Silsby oh, game God, where it's it? 35 to nothing and we live leave with 10 minutes left. I haven't second quarter. I'm gonna talk to the playoff tree in the four show about that. Yeah, and go and watch uh I don't know Benny Hill and the uh what did hotel we watch? I don't even remember what we watched. Oh, you watched True Crime probably. No, I uh, didn't. We watched football. You know, last year this or last time they played, it was like six hundred yards of total offense. I mean that's eight hundred yards of total offense. As you said, Lorena held on to win 52 to 49. First off, I want to tip my hat to Lorena for what they did last week. I mean, you and I felt, and, and we weren't the only ones that at the end of the day, 
uh, Columbus was going to end up going through the region. And it's not that Lorena won that game. That's not the shock. But to, to hold Columbus like they did and to force the errors, just a really good defensive form. Because I thought if Lorena was going to win that game, it would have been like the Franklin game where it was, a you know, 45 to 44. But, man, the Leopards defense, they're, they're getting hot at the right time. Yeah, like Jeremy uh, Hargrave told us that Lorena was just living in their backfield yeah. after the first quarter. First quarter, yeah, Columbus, Columbus jumped up fourteen nothing. Yeah, and then after that, uh, Lorena's defense just got all kinds of penetration and pretty much limited what Columbus could do. And it, Franklin, of course, you, you want to talk about knowing your, you know, the difference between two teams uh, in district. Franklin beat Little River Academy forty nine to twenty eight last week. They beat them fifty two to twenty seven. I mean, that's just a that, yeah. That's why when we talk about yeah, sometimes. The second game, the, the the team gets the revenge, but usually the better team still ends up winning. Well, it depends on who's healthy in the rematch. Too. And that's always that's a, a huge very underrated thing. thing. And yeah. I don't think, you know, as high school football fans, we don't get to see injury reports or hear from coaches every week, right? Oh, uh, and even if we saying, do, we try to keep that so-and-so stuff. is yeah. banged up or whatever. We don't hear that. Um, so it's really who is more healthy, Franklin or Lorena, in this ball game, I do know that all the big, uh, the big time players for both teams are showing are, are going to be in this game. Jaden Jackson for Franklin, um, uh, you know, defensive lineman. Look, Franklin's defense. You got to. We keep talking about Jaden Jackson offensively for Franklin, but their their defense is what makes them roll. Much like uh, Lorena, but you know, Franklin is going to rely on their linebackers, Colby Smith. And uh, Braden Yori, their defensive lineman, Major Kim, uh, Kimbrough, who has just been a beast all year. Um, you know, Lorena, offensively, how can they negate some of that uh, defensive prowess that uh, Franklin's going to throw out there? Braden, uh, Braylon Henry at running back, uh, Jaden Porter, receiver, Colin Hill, Jackson Generals, Brock Kuhl, all at receiver, and then oh yeah, Caden Roberts, the quarterback, has been playing lights out the yeah. last six weeks. Well, I, I and, don't, and, and and I really think Caden Roberts is the X factor. Caden Roberts and Braylon Henry um, are the two X factors for this Lorena offense, and I think this Lorena defense really found their stroke last week against Columbus, and that's why I think they might win this one again. I, as much as you're talking about defense, and I know defenses will make plays, I'm going to go back to it's going to be a lot like the first game. Yeah, These two offenses are just so good, uh, even against two defense. And, and both of these defenses, to be fair, at times this year have given up points. Neither one of these teams are going to win most of the but games. Not simply against by Patsy, them. though. They, oh, both no, no. Of these but, I mean, played... we're not in Patsy land anymore. We're no. Everybody they no, play, you know. And it's, you can kind of throw some of their defensive average out based on who they play. No, no, I agree. But I mean, they're playing that same level. So I'm just going on the Absolutely. average of they yeah, played yeah. each other. I, I don't know if it's 52 49, but I don't think it's, I think it's 42 39. I just, you ran, you know, picking a random score. Yeah. I, I'm going to go with Franklin because I do think that if this is one of those rematches where the first game literally was a walk-off field goal. So these two teams are even. And usually when that happens, that's when that's, and, and also let's remember, Franklin hadn't been beating the playoffs in a while. I know yeah. Lorena won state two years ago, but they had they got beat last week last year by Columbus in the first round. Did get that revenge, but 
I'm at that point now almost where until you beat Franklin in the playoffs, I don't know if I can go against Franklin. I mean, it's it's got to happen at some time. It's got to happen at some time. Lorena turned the ball over a few times in the first game go around, I believe, right? Both teams did, yeah. Did they? Yeah. uh, I I think if they clean that up, I think they win this game again um, in a very close one, a shocker, just like – I mean, I, if their defense plays, if Lorena's defense plays like they played against Columbus, I think they're tough to beat. So I'm going to take Lorena in a close one. Can go either way. All right, let's see what Coach X has to say. Whatever happened to the actor that played Cliff, Clifford Franklin in The Replacements? He was in every movie from 2000 to 2007 and then nothing. Hollywood is an awful temptress. Don't ask me how I know. Let's just say that a less than sober coach X and a casting couch and I almost got the lead in Casablanca. <laughs> I don't think that adds up. But just like me, hot. but just like Meatloaf said, I won't do that. Oh, and Coach Fannin, give them hell. Lions win. I would be ventured, I would venture to say that the lead role or a supporting role in Casablanca back when that was filmed would still eclipse his salary as a <laughs> coach, right? Yes. And he's where talking he's about, coaching where he's coaching. And he's talking about the movie, the replacements, the football movie. And he's talking about mm-hmm. Orlando Jones and Orlando Jones is still in a lot of stuff, but Orlando Jones is also one of those. that's kind of crazy. Uh, he, I listen to some podcasts that he's on and he, he's kind of weird, but anyway, uh, let's finish up three, a division one with a region four matchup that I think everybody's kind of forgetting about because the other three games uh, on the docket for three, a division one, but Edna 10 and zero uh, versus Blanco 11 and two, 7 PM Friday at Bastrop's Memorial stadium. I'm going to tell you what, man, you got it. You called this. Uh, we, we were talking earlier in the year. And I was, we were just talking about Edna. And I think it was after they lost to Refurio. Oh, no, it was after they lost to Goliad. And I'm like, man, you know, I just don't know if they're the same team this year. And you were like, look, at the end of the day, Edna's going to be playing for the Region 4 Championship. Uh-huh. And here they are playing for the Region 4 Championship. I'm not sure either one of us thought that the Panthers of Blanco would make it. No, I, I don't think In fact, we I know did. we both went against them last week. Oh, yeah. And I kind of thought Edna would win this region. I mean, uh, Jaden Clay, quarterback, Cade Rodas at uh, running back. But they're taking on a surprise Blanco team who's 11-2 and two with a dual-threat quarterback in Cameron Anderson that I think this Edna defense is going to be stretched just trying to defend Cameron Anderson. And then you throw in the running backs, Nick Fox and Trey Ashley. I think this Edna defense is in trouble. I, you know, I do too. And I... You know, we talked about it. Goliad beat Edna 21 to six. It's not that, I mean, I, I went with Goliad last week, but it's not that the Panthers beat Goliad, it's beat them 34 to nothing. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that just shocked me. And, you know, the, the Panthers this year, defensively, they've been okay. They haven't been great, but in three of the, uh, in the last three playoff games, two of them, they have shutouts. Uh, they gave up 24 to London, who Edna did shoot shut out in district. There, there's a couple crossover games where these two teams have played each other. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm just, I'm buying in a, a week late, but I, I'm like you. I, I kind of think the Panthers will win this. Yeah, I do too. I like Blanco in a very close one. Th- this just feels like that game where when, you know, Edna's kind of been sitting there all year and we've kind of been pointing to him all year that, uh, you know, that, and, and Blanco's that team that again, everybody just says, Oh, well, this will be the week. Okay. Well then this will be the week. 
and, and here they are in the region finals. Give me the Panthers and let's see what Coach X has to say. So who is the most famous person from Blanco? Jason LaRue. Not bad pro baseball player. Who's the most famous? Oh, here we go. Who's the most famous person from Edna? Stunning Steve Williams. Oh, you didn't know who that is? Sorry. You might know him as the ringmaster. No. How about the Texas rattlesnake, Stone Cold Steve Austin? If I coached in Edna, I'd get fired fast, I bet, because after the game, we won or lost, I'd walk across the 50, double bird the other team's head coach and go right into the stomach, kicking a stunner, then crawl up the fence on our sideline and stand there until somebody threw me a natural light. Edna wins, and Edna wins big. I don't think he's really picking that by, like, true football it feels like he's he's got such a love affair for steve austin i think that's what he's picking edna for so i've got blanco you've got blanco and dumbass he's got edna Edna. what does the playoff tree have to say okay let's see here playoff tree oh playoff tree who wins ye between edna and blanco the edna cowboys will win this football game they will win it in a very close contest. And no, this is not AI. This is real intelligence telling you this. And I think the Cowboys are going to ride them ponies. Even though Panthers quit doing that. Perry, do you want me to call, crawl through you? I'm signaling. Bedroom hang window on, with hang my on. buck knife. Wait, what? What is that? What? Why do you keep saying? But so let me get this straight. Uh-huh. You pick Blanco. Yeah. You as the voice of the playoff tree. I'm not the bo- voice of the playoff tree. I mean, you do realize the video shows you talking. You need to do this next time. They'll never know. You know, some of our listeners. This will fool them 100. percent Fade to black next time. Fade to black next time. Playoff tree comes on because I don't want to kill you in your sleep. I, I, I'm a little afraid right now. Um, I, and we don't fade the black on here anyway. All right, fade to static or that's something. I don't know. <laughs> that's classic. This is a really creepy tree. That's a you love the tree. I did until it started. Talking. Well, I told you not to sacrifice the goat to it. I mean, that's that's what started all this. Anyway, that's class three, division one. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to do class three, division two, and maybe the playoff tree will come back. I don't know. He freaks me out, too. Are you an athletic director or coach looking to make your locker room pop, looking to refresh your look, looking to redo your brand? Well, check out SI Design and Printing. They're going to transform your sports organization athletic facilities into what you're looking for by enhancing the student-athlete experience, boasting the brand, and honoring your past. They do that with banners, backlit signage, locker graphics, window graphics, fence mesh graphic designs, and so much more. If you need a refresh, SI Design is going to help you do that check them out online sidesign.net and hey if you're a parent or a grandparent they've got something for you as well as si design is the leading provider of custom sports prints they offer a variety of products including posters banners canvases and more all you have to do is upload your high quality studio or action shot and si design will create the memory for you for more information, all you have to do is go to their website, sidesign.net forward slash sports prints, and you'll get all the information that you need. You can also find them on Facebook. Just type in SI Design and Printing. Give them a call, 254-405-9492, or you can email them, info at sidesign.net, and tell Kyle that Sideline to Sideline. 
Helmets don't protect every direction of force. And in some sports, uh, a helmet just isn't part of the equipment, like basketball or soccer. Hockey has a small type of helmet. They just don't protect you against all the directions of forces that come into play. You can get forces on top of your head, on the side, on the back, but under the chin, there's nothing to protect that except for a physiologically positioned jaw. Putting your jaw in its physiologic rest position brings the actual jawbone away from the skull so that when you receive that force from an impact, that force doesn't get translated through the joint into that cradle of the skull, injuring the brain. L4 Media, we talk high school football, 4A, 3A, and 2A in Texas. We talk East Texas sports. We talk NFL, guy talk, movie, and booze. We also talk wrestling and so much more. So like and subscribe and check us out. Class 3A edition of the Region Championships brought to you by SI Design and Printing. Also brought to you by Small Town Society. <clears throat> Excuse me. You can find them online at Shop Small Town Society for all your game day gear, Texas gear, holiday gear. They have it all, including this shirt. By the way, Grant, when you go down to the Franklin game, yeah. you have one of these waiting on you. What? The shirt. Oh, okay. Couldn't see the trees in the way. You... Okay. No, I... Remember and, now. and he Sorry. made this shirt specifically for you. This has actually been out of print, and he actually did it all up so that he could give you a shirt. Reprinted one for me. Huh? Reprinted one for me. No, he printed one, not reprinted. Oh. He, he went and did it if all up. he could up. print a fake passport for me? I don't, and put it on a shirt? No. Why do you need a fake passport? You have a passport. Do I, though? That is true. That's a good point. I mean, it might have been revoked. <laughs> <laughs> do you know that takes a lot of things to happen for them to revoke a passport? Are well, you sure I you should be traveling down to the Franklin game this week? <laughs> do we need to have this talk? Well, luckily, I will not need my passport. Why was it that you gave me once again the lawyer card before you left Saturday <laughs> as you or Sunday as you dropped me off? Uh, also, I want to thank Everidge Farms. You can find them online at everidgefarms.com. If you want some Texas Wagyu meat raised on the farm from birth to harvest, you want Everidge Farms. They have whole tenderloins, they have bone-in prime rib, full briskets, ribeye steaks. They also have specials like their farmer special, their monthly West Texas family box, their grill master box. Right now they have 40 pounds of ground beef, 40 pounds for 249 bucks. Who in their right mind could eat 40 pounds before it goes bad? You freeze you it. Have... Yeah, but even then, if you don't freeze it right, I guess you... Take one of those vacuum sealers so it yeah. be a freezer burn. Okay, cool. Right in this. I need a. See, I grew up in the I country, need, and I know uh-huh. technically you did too. This is a this is a country song. I grew up in the <laughs> and I country. I beat my dog. And, no, but uh, my my mom would do the whole like go to Sam's back when Sam's first started uh-huh. and get like thirty pounds of ground beef and freeze half of it. But she had a vacuum thing too, though. By the way, my dad's listening. Hi, dad. Hi, dad. Um, hey, Ray. Sam Elliott, as Noe <laughs> likes to call him. All right. Uh, Ray is a cool dude, though. I enjoyed when we went a couple of years ago and hung out with him. Yeah, it's just weird that you're stealing all their fine china. That was well, odd. I mean, do they miss it? No. Well, they didn't know it's fine china. Anyway, also, I want to thank Jet Boats of Texas. You can find them online at jetboatsoftexas.com. Toughest Texas boat builders. Basically, you go to their website. And this is the cool thing. You do not even have to get a hold of them until you go to the website, 
click on boat builder, figure out the, the basics, the, the skeleton of what you want in your boat. Then they will contact you to finish it off. Uh, they have awesome, awesome boats. They have awesome videos too on their uh, on their website, Jet Boats of Texas. You can also find them on Facebook, Jet Boats of Texas as well. All right. I Let want a jet boat with a big fan motored by, powered by, I'd say, 8,000 horsepower. Jesus and then with glowing red eyes on front. So you basically some longhorns on the front. Too. You basically want to be boss hog on the water, but also smoky from smoky and bandit you, you, on the water. You're going to be like one of those. And I want to be able to fish you, <laughs> the whole time. Be like one of Man, those. Man, that's a fast crappie. <laughs> Chase that bass down. Get them, boy. You're going to be like those guys in the 70s who would try to build their own little rockets and then they'd go off and they'd die because they would go like 500 feet in the air and then they would just come, come right down. Yeah. I'm part of the uh you don't know if you don't try crowd <laughs> yeah that, that crowd oddly, oddly enough died off i, I wonder know, why right. i'm like the only one left our conventions are really well, small <laughs> <laughs> because you've actually never tried you just say it then you kind of back off into the corner when they start to do stupid yeah, stuff if nobody can check your facts there you go <laughs> you, know, you can become a president one day all like, right let's whoa, go to class whoa. 3a division political two. <laughs> That's as political as I get. All right, Alex Jones. Go ahead. Tell me the rest. <laughs> well, first, I got to sell you some vitamin salt, and then we'll go on. All right, let's go to Region 1. Wall, 11 and 2 versus Canadian, 13 and 0. This game is Friday, 6 p.m., Lubbock's Pirate Stadium. Um, does Wall have a chance? Yes, they do, but they don't. So and let they... me tell you this because. <laughs> Look, I look, I, I know this wall defense, man. Been lights out. Yeah. I mean, giving up what 7.9 points a game. Yeah, their two losses have really been because their offense didn't score. They lost the Jim Ned 17-14. They lost the Mason 14. A healthy Jim Ned. A very healthy Jim. In fact, I think that's when the quarterback got hurt. So they play great defense, Wall does. And they average 446 yards a game rushing. So it's kind of that Bill Parcells type of team right wall mm -hmm. is play good defense and run the ball run clock eat possessions eat time limit the other team's opportunities right yeah wear them down the problem is canadian has a great defense as well they're very physical they're giving up more per game on average but not over three touchdowns on well, average. And a lot of and, those are trash touchdowns when they're up 60 to seven. Well, and that's exactly it. You know, Cameron Cavalier quarterback, one of the best class, uh, class 3A quarterbacks out there as far as uh, what he does all around, run, throw, whatever. Uh, Caden Crooks at running back, Luke Flowers, Preston Neimer. They go receiver. Deep, man. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Canadian can roll out dudes left and right in just waves, right? Um, I think Wall has a shot, but I really think Canadian wins us by two touchdowns or more uh, because at the end of the day, Canadian is just so busy. I like that you led with their defense because, again, Canadian's known for their offense. But mm -hmm. to me... What will win this game is that I don't – I have no trust that Wall will be able to score on them consistently enough. No, they're going to have to <clears> And you're going to have to score. And yeah, and you're not – And Wall cannot give up any possessions No, at exactly. All. And, and, and Wall's not – if Wall wins this game, it's not going to be 14-7. to seven. They're going to no. have to – 
find some big plays. They're going to have to get some special team scores. They're going to have to hope Canadian spits the, the bit of, a little bit offensively with penalties and turnovers. And even then, I don't know if they're explosive enough. I, I disagree with you on one thing. I don't think it's two or three touchdowns. I, I think at the end of the day, Canadian probably can name their score in this Damn. one. Okay. All right, let's see what Coach X has to say. The great white north is flying high, but you know what would stop Canadians? A wall. Huh. I thought going a wall was a bad thing. <laughs> That's what they said Bill Murray did in Stripes. Guess they were wrong. A wall stops stuff, and Stripes is an awesome movie, but I don't think it'll stop the hose hosers from winning the game. Give me the Wildcats. I agree with him. Uh, all right, let's go to the region two. Jacksboro 13 and 0, Gunner 13 and 0. This game Friday, 7 p.m. at Denton Collins Stadium. First off, congratulations to Jacksboro. A thrilling win over Holiday. Going for two at the end of the game to tie it. Going for two on the second round of, of the OT to win it. You know, I, we have our thoughts on this game, but I, I just want to, for a second, just what a great season by the Tigers of Jacksboro. Yeah. I mean, I, look, going back to that Holiday game, going for two twice. Uh, in overtime, that tells me this is a Jacksboro coach says, look, we didn't come here to lose. We no. came here to get it over with quickly and leave no doubt. They scored 49 and, and against a some, great that defense. That balls, too, yes. by the way. Especially that first one. The second one, you, you, you get it. But the first one, man, I mean. Right. Wow. Yeah, win or lose. Yeah. We're, we're doing it right here. We're not going again. And they did this against a, a, a holiday defense that had played well against good teams. This wasn't a, a paper team right. that they were playing. No. In fact, we kind of thought Jacksboro was simply because of who they played uh, through the year, you know, until that win against Holiday, you know, Bells or Henrietta was probably the best team that they'd played. Mm -hmm. Now, at the end of the day, I still think that that's a big issue. Um, Gunner is just look. If if Holiday is a different animal, yeah. If we if if Holiday was playing this game and we have a Holiday show, and I've enjoyed doing the show, it's our second year to do it. And Coach Kyle Atwood's been a blast. He's actually going to be on some of our state championship uh, stuff. But if Holiday was in this round, I say Gunner names their score. I'm not going to change that now. Yeah. I like Jacksboro's offense, Lando Belcher, you know, for all the talk of all the quarterbacks in 3A on both divisions. And you and I have said this might be the most talented class of quarterbacks that we've seen in the 3A level. Lando Belcher's right there. He's maybe not as prolific. He doesn't put up 800 yards like some, but him and, and Cannon Valenzuela, the but wide receiver. offense for does. Jacksboro does. Yeah, they I mean, they're putting up, up PlayStation numbers. Oh, they are. Here's the problem. They're going up against a gunner defense that gives up just over six points a game yep. on average. And then what's Jacksboro's defense going to do to answer Walker Overman, the quarterback from gunner that is a just a deadly strike quarterback on the ground, especially from anywhere on the field, you can have Gunner backed up at the one yard line. Yep. And Overman is a threat to go 99 at any time. And then you throw in Cannon Lindbergh, his quarterback kind of stretch the field. You see what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. There's no, a no. problem. And you, again, compare just to compare. Uh, Comanche Gunner beat last week 45 to nothing. Uh, Jacksboro beat Comanche in District 30 to 22. Uh, I just, Great season by Jacksboro, probably their best season since they were winning state. I, I just think Gunner can name their own score. And that will set up the game we have circled. Wall versus Jack no, no. Canadian <laughs> versus Gunner. And we have circled that. Hopefully it'll be back on a Saturday next week. 
It won't be in on Saturday. Abilene. Abilene. Yeah, it has been the last few weeks. Yeah, but I don't. I don't think they'll do that this year. You'll put that on a Friday so you can mac, match up your state championships. I don't know. They did it last year. Right, year four last year four. I that. thought last year was Friday. No, it's been Saturday. Was it? All right. Here's what Coach yeah. X has to say. Uh, Comanche almost pulled it off over Gunner this past week. I mean, if that game had just been one more quarter, I really think the tide was turning in the favor of the Indians or Gunner would have scored 63 points. But this week, Jax is going to pull it and pull it hard on the Tigers. Upset alert, Jax Burrow over the Roaches. I have never once picked Gunner. No, he never has. I, I want this, though, to happen. Okay. I want there to be a day... And I'm sorry, Gunner fans, but I want there to be a day that Gunner has fallen so far that they actually want Coach X to be the head coach. Because I want to see what how he would handle that interview. Because I think he would do the Steve Austin offering two hundred thousand. Yes, just an amazing so, amount. So he can't refuse. Coach but X. his we want morals. That, yeah, we want that punt and shoot, Coach X. <laughs> we want that punt and shoot. Can you come to us? I, I think he would Steve Austin him with the double fingers, and I still think all that he's just completely making up. I don't think any of that really happened. All right, let's go to Region Three, and folks. This is an old-fashioned Northeast Texas versus Southeast Texas brawl. Dangerfield 10 and 3, Newton 11 and 0 at the perfect spot. Friday 7 p.m. at Jacksonville's Tomato Bowl. You know, they've re redone that stadium. It was always yeah. awesome, but it was kind of crappy uh because of like if you're in the press box and now it's it's awesome. It's a great stadium. And dude, this one it, it we didn't see it coming as much as Canadian and Gunner, but this one is just as good. This is I going to be a Donnybrook. I I, I kind of think we might have uh, in the preseason show uh, back in August actually predicted Dangerfield and Newton in the region final. We did, but it, with Dangerfield, <clears throat> you just never can. You just never know if they're actually going to come through it. And by the way, but I they have been playing solid since that loss to Harmony and District last. I think that was last. Uh, uh, last game of district. Yeah, I think it was because four district championships. They have, I don't know what they've done. They've gotten their heads right with ball. They have cleaned things up and they, starting with hooks that we saw a couple of weeks ago, they look like state champions that week. Well, and I want to say this we have always, you know, the 16 years we've been doing this show, we've always said Dangerfield is unreliable. When they're great, they're great. When they're not, it's usually because of things internally or they mm -hmm. just, whatever. This team has been through a lot this year. Yeah, Quarterback got hurt. He was going to be out for the year at one point. He ended up coming back, but they had a wave of injuries. They were 0 and, they were 2-2 two two going into district, losing to Timpson, losing to center, lost to Harmony that last game of the year uh, in district. But, man, since then, they've just obliterated, and especially that Hooks game. It's not beating Hooks. Well, two it's of those beating losses, them 33-6. to six. Two of those losses were to ranked opponents that were a higher division. And then Timpson being a state championship type caliber team down in class two A, they would compete in three A division two perfectly fine. Oh yeah, <laughs> perfectly absolutely. fine this year. Look, uh, Dangerfield is I I think Dangerfield after seeing them against Hooks, it's all about Chase Johnson at quarterback and Ashton Williams at running back, and then Arian Hampton and Kenny Mosley at receiver those are your big dudes that if you're the newton defense you got to stop and their defense for dangerfield is underrated this year man. Oh, underrated very underrated now the thing is newton has outscored their opponents 645 to 150 and newton has a running back a freshman running back and kj porter 
that has stepped up and started changing the the just the whole nucleus of this uh, Newton football team. I don't think it's fair when Newton has freshmen and sophomores that can do that because usually when they have that, they're about to make a run on some state championships. Well, they're already making a run. That's right what I'm here, saying. That's what I'm saying. This KJ is a start. Porter, and That's... then Heiko Malone at quarterback, really darn good. This Newton defense is outstanding. This is hard game to pick. I'm going to take Newton in a very close one. Dangefield is very capable of winning this football game, but I, I think Newton takes this one. I like Newton in this one, and I, I, I think it's close early, but I think Newton stretches it at the end. Not like by crazy, but a, a, a 35 to 21 type of if, thing. If Newton blows Dangerfield out, I think Newton will win. But if Newton blows Dangerfield out, it's because Dangerfield got in the way in themselves and shot themselves in the Maybe. If Dangerfield Maybe. plays a clean game, Newton could be in trouble. Yeah. But I just like Newton in this one. What does Coach X say? I think all the regional finals, this one was the one everybody saw coming. No, you didn't, Terry. You kept talking about Winona versus Alba Golden. <laughs> so don't wait, Alba Golden's in region two, aren't they? Don't try to steal my thunder or my lightning. Why is it still my thunder? It should be lightning. I mean, if you could have one of those, which would you rather have? That's actually a good point. Damn right, it's lightning. Lightning gets stuff done. Thunder is just rumbling. Like Grant in the bathroom after his CCs, the Purple Eagles win this one. <laughs> I will say this. For all the talk about Gunner and Canadian, the, the, the bottom half of the of this bracket, there's there's some teams that if they come out like a new, even a danger field, they're going to at least give that it's going to be a battle in the state championship game. I don't oh, think it's yeah. a walkover like everybody thinks it will be. And we can even say that now on the D region four tight Haven uh, versus post. Where's that game? I don't have that pulled up. Uh, this is in uh, Victoria yes, on Friday. And yeah, the winner of Dangerfield Newton does not have an easy, easy uh, uh, semifinal game because they're going up against 12 and old tight Haven 13 and one post. Look, tight Haven. If, I think Todd Haven's going to win this football game and they'll play Newton, but Todd Haven's defense has only allowed 41 points all season. I think that's probably the best uh, average of any defense in all of, in all classes, six A and down. So both on the year, I'm trying to add this up, but I'll just say like they gave up 27 to Blanco in that game. But we see where Blanco's at. Mm -hmm. uh, since then, they gave up 0 7 7 7 0 0 0 7 13 0 0 7 and 7. That's and 82 points. Back-to-back -back weeks so, against East Bernard and Lexington, two offensive-heavy teams. Post, and we know what posts like that defensively. I think – I'm like you. I think Todd Haven wins, but I think this is a – 14 to 10, 14 to 13 type game. I don't think either well, team scores a lot. Yeah, maybe not. But I think the that, look, uh, Todd Haven's defense is about 20 points better uh, at, on average. Again, uh, Poth gives up 82. Um, Todd Haven gives up 41. But I think the X factor here is Todd Haven's Joseph Dobbs yes. running back. That kid has turned in from week four, week five of the season has been almost unstoppable. Had a big week last week, and I see that, you know, I, I just don't see anything changing. For Dobbs, um, I think Poe, the Pirate defense will limit him a little bit more, but I think he's the X factor, and I, will, I think he gets the yards needed to keep the chains moving and win one of those, uh, one of those games where he just extends – 
possessions yeah. and he gets enough first downs where possessions actually really matter. Uh, a lot of, a lot of these games and these high scoring, you know, this high scoring error possessions don't matter quite. No, as much, I agree. Right? But now remember last but, year, this game was 12 to six. Post right. one. Yes. I don't I, think I, it's much different than that. I, I think Todd Haven wins this one though. No, I do too. I think Todd Haven wins, but okay. I think it's like a 14, 13, 21 might be the top ceiling. And it's, I mean, it's, it's neither, it's not a knock on either one of these offenses. It's just these two defenses are just that good. Yeah. All right. Let's see what coach X has to say. Why isn't tide Haven's mascot to Poseidon be pretty cool. Your teams, your girls teams could be the M. I always have a hard time saying this. Is it Amphorites? I can't remember how you say that. Hey, who is y'all's mascot? We're the Tigers. Oh, that's cool. We're the gods of the sea. So the gods of the sea versus the pirates. Oh my God, this is awesome. Be careful, Pope. That didn't work out well for Odious. And I don't think it's going to work out well for y'all either. Tidehaven, Poseidon wins. So we all agree that Tidehaven wins. He just does it in a weird, weird way. All right. You have anything else to say? Nope. That's going to do it for the Playoff class. Three. Have anything to say? Cool. That just is about does it for me. You okay? What? Yeah. You just make sure you're okay. Uh, I can't see your face, so I don't. You put all these lights on me. This shit gets hot, man. And then I don't like this. Wait, the playoff tree cusses? Well, not. This stuff gets really hot, and I don't like this stupid hat. Women's hat you put on top of my head. But it's what it's the philosophy of the show. Run the damn ball. Run sure. the damn ball. If we're from the eighties. Hey. I like to sling it around the wall. You like to fling and sling you love those sixty-five to sixty scores? Oh yeah, I like to stick it up in them in the flat. Okay, uh, that's it. Playoff tree's out. That's going to do it for this week. Again, we'll be back next week to talk the state semifinals 3A style. We also have our 2A show, our 4A show. Look up or down, and you can watch or listen to them. Email us any questions, thoughts, or comments. Grant and Terry at S2S. Wait, yeah, Grant and Terry S2S Sport.com. Don't even know our email it's address. It's so long. I don't, I gotta need, short, I don't either. I got to shorten it, man. It was, it was better than the last one. I had that really problem, long. too. Hey, yo, you can find us on Facebook, Sideline to Sideline. Follow us on Twitter, at Grant and Terry. And until next week, this is Sideline to Sideline, brought to you by SI Design and Printing, 3A Style. Friday night, cracking open the cold buzz light.